Welcome to the newest installment of The Voice Speaks. I'm Olufemi Nathan Alshako, Executive Director of Eternal Crown Ministries and host of this podcast. In keeping with the study of David's life, we're picking back up in 1 Samuel chapter 27. And the thought for today is in the presence of mine enemies. The first place that David went when he began his life as an outlaw was to Achish, the king of Gad. This was not only a Philistine kingdom, but this was the home of the man he built his military career on. Goliath. Goliath was born and bred and came from Gath. David and Goliath are so synonymous today that Goliath is the first person you think of generally when you think of David. And there's a saying, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And David used this mentality when he chose to go back to Achish for shelter. He went there uh, first and then played crazy, got a little scared and played crazy. But he decided, look, let me go back. He figured the one place that Saul will not go chasing after me is among the Philistines. So that's what he did. And he was right. When Saul got word that David was among the Philistines, he decided, look, that's all right. He can stay there. I'm not going to go looking for him anymore. I'm just going to deal with the everyday duties that I have as a king of Israel and uh, we'll let life sort him out. Sometimes the safest action and the safest place to go is into the heart of danger, into the place that you fear the most. No matter how bad the situation may look, if God is leading you there, that means that he's with you. And he's already made a way for you. Not only will he help you with all those things, really one of the best ways to overcome your fears is to face them. And that's what David was doing. He was like, look, it's better for me to be among the Philistines and live there than be out here in the wilderness where the Ziphites and other people keep telling Saul where I am and he keeps coming after me. One day he might get me so let me go with the Philistines now I don't know if David considered this time in his life when he wrote Psalms 23 or maybe he even wrote Psalms 23 while he was there with the Philistines but my mind goes to verse 5 of that chapter which says you prepare a table before me in the presence of of my enemies the Lord prepared a table before him with the Philistines again he was living there amongst them the same people that he made his name off of slaying you know David or I should say Saul killed his thousands and David killed his ten thousands among those ten thousands had to be Philistines because they were sworn enemies of each other the Philistines and the Israelites but David garnered so much favor in the eyes of Achish that he gave him his own city he gave David 
the man known for killing Goliath, his own city, the king of the city. In Philistia, there were five city-states, and Gath was one of them. This is where Goliath is from. This is the king from the place where Goliath was from, and he gave him his own city? Come on. that That's crazy. That makes no sense whatsoever. But when you are about the business of God and you're doing his things, he will make the impossible possible. He will make the crazy and the, the unfathomable reality. Not only was he given a city and it was a city of Ziklag that he was given. That city then became the possession of the kings of Judah long after David died. The greatest enemy that Israel had, or one of the greatest enemies that Israel had, gave up a city and that city stayed within the people of Judah long after David died. Oh, that, that, that's just mind-blowing to me. It's mind-blowing. David, one of the mightiest warriors of the armies of Israel, again, sworn enemy of the Philistines, made his name off of the Philistines, was acting crazy just a couple chapters earlier in the presence of Achish, was given his own city where not only he lived, but his 600 men, his troops, his warriors, he gave them that city to live in. When God has called you and you are faithful to what he says, he will bless you in some remarkable ways. In life, there are some people, some organizations, some governments that may be against you. Don't worry about who's against you. Focus on who is for you. Romans chapter 8 verse 31 tells us, if God is for us, who is against us? Whoever it is that's against you, if God is for you, they can't stand. Not only can they not stand, God may cause your enemies to bless you. And if he does that, bless God for it. If he causes them to become friends and or allies, bless him for it. But in whatever you do, remember, follow God, go where he leads you and don't be afraid of where that is or who may be there or what may happen to you in that area. Just make sure that he's leading you. If so, the only thing left for you to do is trust and obey. So say loud, pause, and think about this. We'll pick up next week with more of 1 Samuel. I may come back and revisit chapter 27. There's something else in there that's really jumping out at me, but I really want to dig deep and make sure it's, it's God and not me that uh, is intrigued by this thing. Either way it goes, we'll pick back up next week and talk more about the relationship between David and Achish, the king of Gath. Until then, God bless and keep it together. <laughs>